Uh, kia ora koutou, I'm Maori Abraham, Principal of Hobsonville Point Secondary School and I'd like to welcome you to the first in the 2021 series of Disrupt Debt podcasts. Just over a week ago, I was at a meeting with some other Disrupt Dead principals and we were discussing the various initiatives uh, that we were working on and some of the ones that we were planning to work on in the future. And a couple of my colleagues made the comment that they were interested in uh, dropping NCA Level 1 as a uh, qualification that the Year 11s would focus on, but that they felt that um, perhaps it was a bridge too far for their staff at the moment um, and could impact quite negatively on on their workload. Uh, I asked the question of my colleagues as to what did they see as the big workload issues or any other uh, barriers to implementing such a change um, because in our school we've, we haven't been delivering NCA Level 1 since the beginning and I was asking them just so that I could get some clarification around what people saw as the difficulties and after a bit of discussion my colleague said that perhaps this would be a good topic um, for our first podcast of the year so this is where I am um, and I'm going to talk to you uh, about um, what we do and why we do it and what some of the potential uh, pushbacks are that, that you could face if you were thinking about doing this. And I suppose I need to kick off by saying that when I say we don't do NCA Level 1 at Hobsonville Point Secondary School, that needs some clarification. Uh, almost all of our kids do get Level 1, but they don't get it in Year 11. Rather than saying that our Year 11 kids will concentrate on achieving Level 1 and our Year 12 kids achieving Level 2 and our Year 13 kids achieving Level 3, we talk about Year 11 being the first year of their two-year journey to a quality Level 2 and or their first year of their two- to three-year journey to getting their quality qualification. Because as you all know, under the current rules... As soon as you've got level two, um, you are awarded level one, because to get level one you need 80 credit, credits at level one or higher. So our students do get level one, but we just don't focus on it in year 11. So I thought I'd uh, cut this podcast up into just a few short chapters. Uh, the first one is to explain very briefly what we do with our students in year 11 in relation to programs and assessment. Uh, the second part will be the principles and drivers that um, have helped um, make that decision. And then I thought I'd look at the uh, possible barriers that people might think exist um, under the headings of um, for staff, for parents and for students. And then finish off by just talking about what impact I think it's had on our learners. So let's kick off with uh, what do we do at Hobsonville Point Secondary School with our Year 11 learners. So our students still take full Year 11 subjects. Uh, sometimes they combine in different ways, but um, in reality, all of our students end up taking a full year program in English, a full year program in maths, full year program in, in any of the subjects that they choose. And our simple rule is that in a full year program, for a subject, uh, students can do a maximum of two unit standards. 
And what we've found in practice, so if they're doing six subjects, that means they're doing uh, 12 unit standards, so that's potentially 30 or 40 credits that they could get in their year. But uh, what we've found in practice is that um, the average year 11 student finishes year 11 at our school with somewhere between 20 to 30 level 1 standards and somewhere between 10 to 15 level 2 standards. So many of our subjects will offer those two standards across the year um, but look at seeing if it's possible for the standard in the second half of the year to be offered at level 2. It's not possible in all subjects but it's certainly possible in, in most subjects. So when we think about it, um, our average year 11 kid goes into year 12 with those 20 level 1 credits that they can take with them, plus 10 or 15 level 2 already. So that means even in the year 12 program, they're looking at only having to achieve somewhere between 45 and 50 level 2 standards, uh, level two credits to get to level 2. And so because that's um, you know not a huge number, we find that our average year 12 student goes into level 3 with their level 2, plus anywhere between 8 to 12 level 3 standards. Um, oh, level 3 credits, sorry. Um, which then means that their uh, year 13 year, they're, they're chasing somewhere between, um, or about 60 level, about 50 level 3 credits. So I suppose the overall... Um, picture there is one is a stretching the journey out and slowing it down. Um, so what have been the principles and drivers that have helped us come to that decision? Well foremost is, is well-being, well-being of our staff and our students. Um, we'd all experienced um, the impact in our own well-being with the huge amount of workload around assessment and moderation across three senior levels. We'd also uh, seen and experienced the impact on, on students who are only 14 and 15 year olds so when they start that journey um, and how stressed and anxious they get with uh, the constant assessment that they experience in the senior school. We're also driven by the desire that the best learning is deeper learning um, and we believe that chasing so many credits um, leads to shallower learning as they plough from one assessment activity to another one. So by slowing it down and spreading it out, our view is that learning becomes deeper. And sitting across all this is a strong view that we have is that for the vast majority of students, uh, level one as a qualification has, has very low currency. S students don't need it for level two or level three. Um, it doesn't get them into tertiary and it's certainly not a requirement of uh, meaningful employment. And in fact, um, we've found for those students who leave our school without having achieved Level 1, um, they are on a pathway for which they didn't need Level 1. I suppose um, there's a belief that we have is that there's only one qualification of value um, for a student, and that's the one that they graduate with. And we disregard the concept of calendar year qualifications, having to get a qualification in year 11, year 12, and year 13. So we set our students to aim for the qualification they want to graduate with, and we make sure that they're able to achieve that. 
we don't think that kids need to be exposed to 360 credits over three years to get a qualification that in the end only requires 80. This in fact played out pretty well for us during the COVID lockdowns of 2020. After the first lockdown um, that we experienced here in Auckland, a lot of our students were worried about uh, NCA. Um, we're quite anxious about that. Uh, we realised that we really needed to concentrate on the students who were leaving at the end of the year because uh, for them it was, a, it was a vital year. So I gathered all of our Year 12 students together and I asked them to put their hands up if they were coming back to school in the following year. And almost every student put their hands up. So I explained to them that we didn't need to worry about them achieving Level 2 this year because um, we wanted them to do as well as they can, get as many uh, credits as they could, but if they fall 10 or 15 short, it didn't matter. They'd carry on in 2021 into Year 13. Um, and if they were 10 to 15 credits short, they would just pick those up in their first few Level 3 standards, pick their Level 2 up on the way, and carry on on their journey to the Level 3. So this wasn't a strange message for our kids, so they accepted it willingly. You know, it does mean that your calendar year qualifications might not look so good on league tables, but if you um, look at the qualifications that kids graduate with, then um, in our view that's the only thing that really matters. So those are the principles and drivers that have driven us to make that decision for our Year 11 learners. But what are some of the possible barriers? Well, one that I've heard uh, from other schools is that teachers wonder what they would teach if they weren't uh, teaching to five or six achievement standards across the year. Well, the answer to that is that they teach exactly the same course and the course material that they've taught in the past, um, but that they reduce the NCA assessment. So they look at the achievement objectives for their subject areas for curriculum level six, and they devise programs that enable students to have success in those achievement objectives. Just like in Year 9 and Year 10, when we assess students against the learning objectives for curriculum levels 4 to 5, our staff assess our Year 11 students against curriculum level 6 achievement objectives, with some students showing that they can perform at curriculum level 7. So our teachers plan their programs, as they've done in the past, and they set up learning objectives based on curriculum level 6 and 7 achievement objectives. So the simple answer is they teach exactly what they taught before, but just reduce NCA assessment. What were some of the pushbacks that we encountered from parents? Parents mistakenly believed that if we weren't going to assess an achievement a standard, that students would have gaps in their learning. But we simply pointed out to them that they would still be taught the full um, year program that they would get in any other school, but that there would be fewer moments of NCA assessment, but that would we, we would report against the curriculum levels. They asked, how would I know how well my kid was doing if I didn't see them picking up these achievement standards? So we explained to them that it would be exactly the same as what they were experiencing for their child in Year 9 and Year 10, because we would be assessing them against the curriculum Level 6 achievement objectives, 
which uh, relate to NCA level one. The key point for parents was our focus on their child's well-being because they know firsthand the impact of continual high stakes assessment on their kids and the high levels of anxiety and stress that students face throughout year 11, 12 and 13. And when we talked about that and the impact it had on students, the impact it had on their well-being, the impact it actually had on their learning, the impact it had on their engagement with school, parents started nodding um, and agreeing because they had seen it for themselves. So while we're, as long as we're able to put to rest their fear that their students would have gaps in their learning and that they wouldn't be able to know how they were tracking, uh, we got a tremendous amount of buy-in um, and that buy-in has continued um, as we're in our fourth year of having Year 11 students. What about the students? There's, there's worries, uh, people have worries about, oh, what about those students who leave before they've done four years and therefore they're leaving without uh, NCA Level 1? Well, there's, a, there's a few things I, I'd like to say on that. Um, if students um, are aware that they've got a two-year journey towards their qualification, that's across Year 11 and Year 12, those students who were likely to leave earlier, many of them have now become less likely to leave because they haven't experienced a year 11 year of constant assessment with lots of failure in it, which leads to disengagement. With the journey slowed down and spread out, they're able to gain success in the two standards they're doing for every one of their subjects. Continue on to school the next year and will leave at the end of their fourth year with either level two or in some cases with level one. So as a result of our approach, we've found a high percentage of our leavers are now gaining level two um, and possibly level three. But there are still some kids who leaving school in their fourth year or at the end of their third year is the best thing for them. And we have a number of students who do that, and a number of those students have left our school without an NCA Level 1 qualification. But the focus that we have for those students is to ensure that they move into a further training or employment pathway for which Level 1's not required. Um, so we've had a lot of success with those students who we believe would have disengaged earlier if they'd been subjected to 121 plus credits in their year 11 year with lots of failure. We've been able to engage them and support them onto a pathway which is more appropriate for them. We have a view at our school that because there are a small percentage of students who will not gain level two, we sh shouldn't subject all of our year 11 students to a program which is likely to overassess them and lead to increased levels of stress and anxiety. So what, is it, what impact has it had on our students and their qualifications? Well, when we look at our achievement levels at level two and level three, um, we're really pleased with the record that we've got of about 60% of those qualifications every year being at merit or excellence, usually with a 
25% merit, 35% excellent split, um, which is very, very high. And we believe that's a direct result of slowing down the assessment, spreading out the journey, not focusing on calendar year achievement of qualifications. Um, and as a result, students are more engaged and experience more success. Our retention to year 12 is, is very high because the students have always been getting the message about their four-year journey to our school, aiming towards their quality qualification. And because we do worry about those who um, may not achieve uh, level two, we do have a very purposefully strong focus on pathways for those who will be leaving before the end of their fourth year. So that's what we do at our place. Um, one year course in year 11, you can do two standards in that, or students can do two standards. You can offer a range of standards as long as um, students just do two. Uh, we encourage thinking about those who are able to achieve at curriculum level seven in the second half of the year being offered some level two standards. Um, and we've sold it to our parents um, around the idea of student well-being and deeper learning. Um, and we believe that the results that we've got um, have a, a good evidence of the fact that the principles and drivers that we uh, have followed to make um, these decisions um, are valid. I've talked with a number of schools about how it could be workable in their own settings. Um, and in fact, it doesn't require any change in the way in which classes are structured, um, way in which a timetable is structured. I think of the last school I was at, which was traditional in its structures. We could have simply uh, made sure that in our year 11 classes, whether it's English or PE or science or technology, um, that we, students were only offered two standards um, and that we encourage that many of them as possible to be looking at curriculum level seven in the second half of the year. Um, so that's a simple way in which it could be structured in a school. I know that um, this brief podcast won't have allayed everybody's concerns um, and that people may still have uh, questions and I'm really happy uh, to be contacted to talk them through. It was really neat to see in a recent disrupted um, Twitter post or Facebook post someone asking about the number of schools that were not offering NCA Level 1 and I was surprised um, by the increasingly uh, large number of schools are going down this pathway as they really make sure that they put student well-being, staff well-being and the depth of learning at the decision, at the centre of their decision making. So happy to be contacted, hope you found that useful um, and keep an eye out um, on the Disrupted Facebook page and on the Disrupted Twitter feed uh, for a fortnightly rollout of um, podcasts or um, video talks. Great to be back in touch with you again, let's keep in touch, let's keep connected, let's keep collaborating. Uh, kia ora, just a wee correction 
I didn't want to have to repeat the whole podcast, but in about the fourth minute, I talked about each year 11 subject um, offering two unit standards per year. Um, That should obviously read achievement standards. Uh, So thanks for listening um, and look out for the, the next podcast in a fortnight.